Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. We want to continue talking about the resurrection life, and the resurrection of Jesus opened the door for us to enter into the holy place to uh, to come before God. And there is a purpose for that. It's you know normally when we think about coming before God, we just think about oh. You know, now our sins are forgiven. We can come before God to uh, to get help, and uh, and that way is open for us. But God has a greater purpose than that. Let's look at it in First Peter. First Peter two, verse four, and verse five. As you come to Him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to Him. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So, um, from this verse, it tells us that uh, the resurrection life of Jesus has given us. A new life, and we are now a living stone, and we are to uh, be built into a spiritual house. So now, we, how do we live in the resurrection life? We live in the resurrection life to become a spiritual house, to be built into a spiritual house, and. Uh, So how do we build this spiritual house? The spiritual house has a proper foundation. In this verse, it says, "As you come to Him, the living stone, rejected by human, but chosen by God." So, the ways of man are so different to the ways of God. When we come to Jesus, when we have resurrection life, a lot of us we brought into this life a lot of the old life, and that's why Jesus, the chief cornerstone, was rejected by men, because men's way, men's thinking, are so different. And the word of God said, the flesh, the working of the flesh, in our life. Always war against the spirit. It's it's totally alien to the spiritual life that God gives, and therefore it created conflicts, and that allows the enemies to come in to bring about a division. And so the living、uh, the living stone was rejected by men, by by the ways of this world, by human、uh, thoughts. But God wants to build us into a spiritual house, and、uh, and we see Jesus when he was on earth. He said, "You have heard what it says." Let's look at in Matthew five, verse twenty-one. Matthew five, verse twenty-one. You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, "You shall not murder." And anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you, 
that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subjected to judgment and so on. Right, so Jesus said, you have heard long ago, and that's the trouble with us. We have been listening to the ways of this world, the principle of this world for so long. And it's been passed down for so long. This is what we know. But Jesus said, but I tell you. So the resurrection life has called us into building this spiritual home, which is so different. And we have to follow the teaching of Jesus uh, in order to build this spiritual house. And how do we go about that? The foundation of this spiritual house is laid by the apostles and prophets. Ephesians 2, verse 19 to 21. It says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of His household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus Himself as the chief cornerstone. So, you see, this spiritual house, of, that it is a proper, well-built house, laid by the apostles and prophets, you know, building that foundation with Jesus as the chief cornerstone. So every season, every uh, revival of the move of God, it is started by uh, an apostle, apostolic or prophetic call. And uh, so just, just like the, the, uh, Martin Luther when he brought in the teaching about justification by faith. So God raised up his men, his apostles, his prophets, to bring a truth that has been lost, that has well, was taught in the Bible, but then it was lost down through the centuries, and God revived it again. So uh, to, to once again lay the proper foundation for this spiritual home, for the church of Jesus Christ. In 2 Peter 1, verse 12. 2 Peter 1, verse 12. So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. So this truth has got to be, uh, the truth of God to build this spiritual house has got to be repeated and reminded uh, we, we need to be reminded again and again. And here, even though these people has been firmly established in the truth, and yet Peter still continue to remind them, because if we don't, those truths will be lost, even though one time we may have them. But we've got to keep reminding ourselves of the truth of God so that we can build this spiritual home and uh, uh, according to God's uh, pattern. And so every new season that uh, God brings about on this earth, He will raise up His 
apostles and prophets because the spiritual home, the foundation is laid by the apostles and prophets. And I believe in this end time, now the teaching about the gospel of the kingdom will be revived again, you know, so that we will have a better understanding of the gospel of the kingdom rather than just the gospel of salvation. And uh, so this will be, once again, God will raise up his apostles, his prophets, to bring us to know the truth that is in his word so that the spiritual house can be properly built. And the verse we read, it tells us that Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. So the apostles and prophets will align the teaching of the church, will align the practices of the church according to what is written in the Word of God so that uh, this uh, proper foundation are being laid in this spiritual house or this uh, church. So we are like a, spiritual, a living stone in the house and we are being built into a spiritual home. So can you see when we come to know Jesus, we are brought into a spiritual home, we are brought into the church. But we got to be built in order to become this, this spiritual house. It doesn't happen the moment we become Jesus, uh, we come to know Jesus. But rather our life has got to be built because this, we are just a living stone. And then when, in order for this house to be built, the living stone has to join together with Jesus, the chief cornerstone. And... Uh, it takes submission on our part. Remember, we have so much of this old teaching, the teaching of the world, and our character that has been formed through this for, for so long. And many of it are, are against the nature of God. So we got to be built into this home. We got to be built so that we can uh, uh, really be joined together. Ephesians 2 Verse 21, it says, In Him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. So, it doesn't say the whole building or, or the, the, the stones are assembled together. Many times people do come to church, they, they listen to the Word of God, but their life is not changed. They are not joined together as one to become that spiritual home. And that's why the resurrection life is not functioning in, in their life. Because when the resurrection life is functioning in their life, they will be built together, joined together to become that spiritual uh, house. So in order for us to be able to join together, we got to be submissive uh, to the teaching of the apostles and the prophets, the leaders that, is, that God has established over us. And the apostles and prophets will align their teaching to Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. So uh, it really takes a lot of 
uh, effort, you know, for us to to be broken, for us to be to 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 remove all those things that is that 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 cannot be brought into this spiritual home, that is worldly, that is of self, selfishness. So we got to let go. We got to submit in order to be joined together. And so you have to give up your right. And uh, very often when I talk to people, it's all about how they feel. It's all about their rights. And their decision is not based on what God has said. So there is a lot of chipping off the old self in order for us to be joined together. Just because you're assembled, just because you come to church, it doesn't mean that you are joined together. Because if you're still holding on to your ways, whatever the pastor or whatever the leaders said, you know, you just listen and then you didn't do anything about it, you are not being joined together, right? Because when we are joined together, it's a spiritual house. The DNA of the house is, is uh, built into us. You know, we follow, we, we talk the same language, we have the same vision, we have the same purpose to establish God's kingdom in, in this spiritual house. And Ephesians 2.21, just now we read, it says, the, the, the building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the law. Rises to become a holy temple in the law. So the, that foundation has got to be strong. The relationship, the joining together has got to be uh, 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 firm or else we cannot rise. Can you imagine, you know, you just power the bricks one on top of another and they are not joined together, they are not cement together. It will fall. It will fall. But this building, you know, is... Is joined together and rises. So God is building this spiritual house. And each one of us is a living stone in this spiritual house. And God, through His servants, through His apostle, prophet, will continue to help us and so that we become that house that will truly uh, fit for Him to dwell. A, a spiritual home we, we learned earlier is for God to dwell, for His presence to dwell inside. So that's why we can see people, they come to church and then they fall away from church. When something happens or, or when they don't like the preaching of the Word, just like some of the disciples of Jesus, they didn't like His teaching because it speaks... In, right into their heart so they just left because it's too difficult this is what, what their reaction is and that's why in church we got to be joined together so that nothing will break this joint you know it can go through a lot of trials you know we may experience rejection we may experience hurts or whatever it is but God is building. God is joining us together. So when we, we are uh, tightly joined together, 
we will not fall away. So people who fall away, the Bible says, they never belongs to us. This is what it says in 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 First John, right? So unity in the spirit is everything. If we want to build this spiritual house, Ephesians four verse two, Ephesians four. Was to be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. Be completely humble and gentle. Right. So, in order to to keep this, uh, let let's read on. The next verse. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit. Through the bond of peace, there is one body and one spirit, just as we were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. So we, in order to keep this unity of the spirit. It says we got to be completely humble. We're totally open. There are times we may need to be admonished, need to be rebuked. There are times that we need to realign, need to be corrected and realign our thoughts, our life, our decision according to God's ways. We need to submit and listen and obey. So completely humble, and uh, I talk to people, and and they will only make decision according to whether they can agree or not. There is no sense of submission to authority. Okay, this is this is our apostle, our prophet, our pastor. You know who is telling me about. The ways of God. So in this spiritual home, this is a structure that God has set. So I submit, I obey. But rather, they will say, you know, I need to uh, think through it and and sure. But but it's according to what they think. If they cannot agree, that means sorry. I'm not going to follow what you say, and I will only follow it because I can understand because I can agree. But the truth is, there are a lot of times we don't understand when we listen to God and what God asks us to do. We don't know what He wants. You know, beyond the the, the obvious, uh, we we don't understand. But we obey, we submit because it is instruction from God. And it's only after we have obeyed. It's only after we enter into that resurrection life. We have experienced it. Then, when we look back, we say, "Oh, thank God! Thank God for speaking to me. Thank God for asking me to do that, because that saved my life. This that that helps me to go further in my in my journey with with Him. So we got to be completely humble. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit." So here, when it talks about the unity of the spirit, it reminds us that we are brought into one body, one spirit, one hope, one law, 
one faith, one baptism, one God. And it ends by saying, Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. So in order for us to be built, uh, to build that spiritual house to, uh, in, in unity of faith, our life has got to be filled with God. He, you know, it says here, He fills everything. Every area of our life is about God. It's not about us. You know, if there are, if, if there are areas that, that we are resisting what God is doing, it will result in disunity of our faith. But when we are filled, so filled with God, and we realize there's only one one body, one spirit, one, one Lord, one faith. You know, it's all about God. And we completely humble ourselves and, and submit to the authority that He set up, submit to the, the vision that He has given to the church. Then we can move together and, and build up this spiritual home. And this spiritual home will be able to rise. We'll be able to rise. And how this spiritual home, how far this spiritual home can be established, how strong this spiritual home uh, can be established, it, de- it depends on us, the living stone. Right? When we're able to humble ourselves, then we'll be able to establish a glorious spiritual home in Jesus. And to build this spiritual home, the apostles and prophets, they help to lay the foundation, the, 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 the pastors and evangelists and teachers, they help to equip us so that we, we can serve Him, so that we can uh, do our parts to build this spiritual home. Every one of us are called to do that. Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach unity in faith and in knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of of Christ. So this uh, spiritual house that we are building, each one of us is a living stone in this building. We are to rise to the fullness of Christ. We are to enter into the fullness of Christ in this resurrection life. And that takes growth and growing into maturity. The more mature we are, the more we are able to contain the glory of God and we are able to rise up in God so that His name will be glorified. So, so we are not just happy oh, that we are doing something religious, that we are being spiritual in, in what we are doing. No. We, the goal is the fullness of Jesus. We will never be satisfied until we know that we've entered into maturity. 
And, and that's why there are so many problems, so many uh, that, that is happening among us. Because God is working in our midst. God is chipping off the unwanted, undesirable from our lives so that we can be firmly fitted in the body. People run off because there are problems. But problems are actually you know, the, result, the, 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 the manifestation of what God is doing in our midst to bring us together, to fit us together. And how can we really fit together? It takes truth. Each one of us do our part. We've got to speak truth to one another. Ephesians 4, 15 to 16. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of Him who is the head that is Christ. From Him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So we are growing into him, okay, grow and builds itself up in love, into him. So for us to really be fitted together, it takes openness, it takes truthfulness to one another in order for this living stones to fit into that spiritual house. And it says every one do their part. Every living stone, every person, you know, we got to function to bring about this unity. We got to speak to the people that we associate with the truth in love. A lot of time people, they talk to me about people and they are not prepared to speak the truth themselves because they are afraid that this will damage their relationship. And they expect me as a pastor to, to do all the dirty work, you know, I listen to them and then begin to respond. But this is not what the Word of God says. The Word of God says, you know, we speak the truth in love to one another so that we can grow. You see, when we are speaking, we are not accusing, we are not attacking the other person, we are not judging, condemning the other person. So before we speak, we got to pray, we got to seek God. You know, what the other person did, was there grudge in me? Or do I now, feel with the love of God, feel with the compassion of God, I see this person suffering. I see this person behaving in this manner because the person has needs, the person has problems, the person well, is seeking for love, seeking for accept, acceptance, attention. You know, all, all kinds of manifest uh, symptoms of a deeper needs that is in that person's life. And that person begins to behave in, in a, a way that is not acceptable because driven by the needs 
to get his or her needs met. So when I am prepared to put myself in that person's shoes and begin to pray and be, so that the love of God, the compassion of God is in me, then I can speak the truth in love. But when I'm reacting, when I'm judging, when I'm angry, that's not the time to speak. But when I'm able to deal with myself, not the other person, deal with myself, Feel with the love of God. Feel with the Father, remember? Feel with the Father in everything. And now, I'm thinking about the growth of the other person. I'm thinking about the good of the other person. Then I'm ready to speak the truth in love to that person. And because I've done it in love, hopefully it will bring about breakthrough and growth. And I realize a lot of times when we speak, we are there to confront out of anger, out of hurt. We are there to confront because we think we are right. We are here to nail the person, to condemn the person, rather than feel with the love of God, feel with the, 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 the purpose of God, that we are here for this other person. We are here for their growth, you know, for their benefit. And so we will go out of the way to bring about healing, restoration, bring about unity in the body. So, in order to build this spiritual home, spiritual house, because of the resurrection life, because we are brought into the presence of God, we got to humble ourselves. And we got to be completely humble so that we can be joined together because it will take a process of conflicts and hurts and, and troubles and problems in order for us to fit together. You know, just like the carpenter, when they want to fit the joint together, they have to cut off, chip off the part that, that uh, obstruct. You know, so... So there will be a chipping off in our life. We are prepared to, be, to, to, to really feel the pain of, of, of being chipped off certain uh, uh, ways, certain patterns in, our, in us so that we can be that living stone that will build that glorious temple for God to dwell. And this is a task of everyone. Yes, the apostles, the fivefold ministry help us, equip us. But we have got to do the work in our midst among one another. So we have to deal with ourselves, right? Not just the other person. We have to deal with our feelings, our hurts. And uh, when we're able to settle that, then we are filled with the love of God, filled with the compassion of God, then we can speak the truth in love to the other person so that we can be joined together, so that we can grow into the glorious image of our God. So I hope this uh, teaching will help us to, to function in the resurrection life. It's not just about self. You know, now I have eternal life. 
is about now I have a purpose. I'm called to be a priest. I am called to build a spiritual house for God to dwell. I'm a living stone. And we are to work together with the other living stones so that we can be tightly joined together, rises up to be that glorious temple for God. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you that you have called us, you have brought us into your family. You have uh, made us to be a living stone in your spiritual house. And Lord, we realize we need to align ourselves with you, the chief cornerstone. And, we, and, and Lord, we pray that every time your servants preach the word, it will be clear. It will help us to align our life, our ways, our thoughts with yours so that we can be that spiritual home for you to do up. Father, we pray for each one of our life. There are areas we really need to be chipped off in order for us to be firmly joined together to become that spiritual house, rises to be that spiritual house. And Father, we pray that your spirit will work in us so that we will be completely humble when we need to be dealt with uh, and need to realign our life. Father, we will be humble to receive correction, receive uh, 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 this uh, rebuke, admonition, so that we can truly uh, be joined together, so that we can grow into maturity into the fullness of Jesus. Lord, this is our cry, that we may mature and have the fullness of Jesus in us, in this church, to manifest your glory among the nations. We thank you. Bless your people. Speak to us. Teach us. Open our eyes so that we may see you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you again.